What's up guys, RK here, and if you don't know already about the WGT challenge, well, you're gonna wanna get in on this thing. Every week we're going to be having a different challenge based on a different hole on World Golf Tour, and the only way you can do it is if you go to freewgt.com to download the app for free. It's on us, and once you download it, you get to compete with the greatest of the greats when it comes to WGT. Stop talking about me, Ryan. Stop <laughs> it. Zach, I beat you in week one. You've been playing for seven years, and I beat you in one week. Let's just say uh, my score improved this week. Oh, all right. All right. Well, I haven't even played the hole yet, except for one time. But the hole this week is the closest of the whole challenge, hole number one at Wolf Creek. Very simple. It's a par three. However close you get, you take a screenshot, you tweet it at BSN Broncos, and if you're the closest you're going to win a prize. And we've changed the prize structure. Oh. Because Aquaman won, and Aquaman is not local to Denver. So he didn't want the gift card. He wanted a shirt. So if you win and you're local and you want a gift card, well, you get the gift card. If you're in Brazil or if you're in Sweden or if you're in Norway or if you're in Australia or if you're in Brazil, did I already do that one? All right. <laughs> it looks like I've hit all the countries, all the countries in the world. Uh, if you're in any of those, you can just get a shirt. So play along, freewgt.com, hole number one at Wolf Creek and the closest to the whole challenge. And if you get it, you're going to win. And if you just participate, well, then you're going to have a chance at the grand prize, which is your choice of a jersey or tickets to a game. It's pretty awesome. Let's jump into the podcast. Welcome in to another version of the BSN Broncos late night post game <laughs> podcast where things get weird, takes get hot, and preseason games are discussed. <laughs> and when I say discussed, I'm saying the word D I S C U S S E D. But don't be confused with the word D I S G U S T E D. Disgusted. Because that's what I felt watching this game tonight. It was rough. There is a college football game on right now, Ryan. And I think we've seen more points flag. scored in this game it's since you started <laughs> this podcast than we did tonight in the Broncos game. Maybe not quite to that point. We've seen seven points since we started this podcast. That's more, more than the Broncos. <laughs> it is more than the Broncos <laughs> scored. All right. So here's the thing. If I was to sit here and sell you guys. Here's the deal. Here's the breakdown. <laughs> if I was to sit here and, tell you, and sell you guys some bill of goods about how this game was a big deal and we learned a lot and you should be paying attention and if you missed it, you missed out, I would be lying to you. Now, I, I, I will tell you, you definitely missed out if you weren't here with us at Blake Street Tavern because we had a heck of a time. But... The game itself, 
was a D minus at best. How? <laughs> How is it not a straight F? <laughs> I don't know. It was an F. <laughs> it was for sure an F. Boy, you're easy to push tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always easy after a few drinks. <laughs> Um, Let me set the scene for you two right now. We're at a poppin' bar. There is music blasting. You're probably like, but wait, I don't hear anything. We are in a side room. It is, no one else is in here. You, me, a couple podcasts, but well, one podcast board, a couple computers. You're going to say a couple podcast boys. <laughs> and a couple podcast boys. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quiet, which is actually amazing. And I requested the game be put on on a TV in here. They had already shut down this room for the night. The game. The, the one game <laughs> that is currently active. It's only a third quarter at 11.20 p.m. I love the Pac-12. And uh, apparently the girl who's in charge said, what are you talking about? <laughs> to the guy who said, hey, there's some guys in the tailgate room they requested to play a game on. Then she walked in here. You know what she said, Zach? What? She said, oh, it's Ryan. Yeah, go ahead. Put it on. <laughs> We so, love the Blake Street Tavern. Honestly, the Blake Street Tavern is a real-life version of Cheers for me. <laughs> yeah, Everyone knows my name. Is. It certainly is. It makes me feel so special. I feel special being here with you. So we had the, we had the fantasy draft. Um, I did not. <laughs> we just backed it up. <laughs> 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Not the fantasy draft, but. You were on the links. The BSN Open. And it was open to all four of us. And you know what, Zach? It was an awesome time. Me, Henry, my guy Mike, and Kale all hit the links this morning for the inaugural BSN Open. And I told them at the time, I said, last year, you know what? The BSN Fantasy Draft had like six people. This year, Zach, what, 20? Yeah. 20 people in the yeah, house. Yeah, 20 strong. So I said, you know what? We had four this year. We had to get the ball rolling. Next year we'll have 20. But I, I got to be honest, we had an awesome time out there. Um, did you get the ball rolling? We did got. We oh, did get the good. ball rolling. I had the lone birdie of the group, I must say. I must toot my own horn on that. Uh, my guy Mike played a hell of a round. Uh, him and I tied at 79 each. Whoa, Mike. Yep. Uh, and, uh, Henry, dude, Henry brought out the boomstick on the day. This kid, and I emphasize the word kid cause he really is a kid was hitting bombs. I didn't have my driver. My driver's in the shop. So I don't know how much he, I, I was using some old equipment, but Henry, was hitting 300-yard drive after 300-yard drive after 300-yard drive after 300-yard drive. Like on an arrow. Like he was just taking a bow and arrow, just stretching it back and just shooting Woo! it. No no left to right, just darts. So what happened? Did uh, he win? No, he shot 91. Oh, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> the short game let him down a little bit. <laughs> and it's funny, on the second hole, I was like, sometimes I don't like throwing it. Touchdown, Arizona. Tie game. Sorry. I'm really, I'm really invested in this football game out here. Uh, I'm like, sometimes I don't like hitting it 300 because then I only have like 60 in and I don't like hitting the ball from 60. He says he's really invested. Let's just say the mortgage is on this one. 
The non-existent <laughs> mortgage. It's on the game. Anyways, uh, an awesome time. Thank you to those guys for coming out, for getting it started. The BSN Open, it's a thing now. We'll see you next year. Then I go home, take a quick shower, hop on the light rail, get all the way back to downtown by 4 o'clock. My man Iceman is already in the, the draft room. Great to meet him. Awesome to meet him. Awesome dude. Like, truly an awesome dude. He had a John Elway orange jersey that had, did it have every Super Bowl patch on it? Or just of, the ones they won? A lot of patches. It, it looks sweet. like Emmanuel Sanders' beard. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of patches around. <laughs> one, one of them is good. One of the sets of patches is good. What does that mean? It, one of those two patch oh, sets oh, is oh, a good oh. thing. Like patches of Houlihan. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> Do you understand the reference? Dodge, dive, dip, dip dug, uh, dive, dive, dodge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that you understood something. <laughs> and Emmanuel, I'm not taking a shot at you. My facial hair is just, great, just the same. Great football player, bad beard grower. It kind of reminds me of Would myself. you make that trade? Uh, you don't have either. Sorry. No, I got both. Oh, you're a good football player and a good beer grower? Yeah, no, one of them. And I look at my face right now. You know it's not So the you're beer. a baller. <laughs> yep. Good for you. <laughs> um, okay, this game. I think we have to – do we keep talking about other things? Or well, yeah, we, we can't talk about the game. <coughs> All right, we well, then – Can't talk about – Wait, massive so fantasy draft. How'd your team Dude, look? I had no clue what I was getting myself into. Yeah. This was if burrito Brad, nacho Brad, appetizer Brad, gen. <laughs> oh wait, but burritos is an entree. Food Brad. Food Brad. If Food Brad had told me that I was going to be in a twenty-team fantasy league, I would not have paid fifty dollars. <laughs> Might as well make it twenty-two. Round out a starting offense and defense. That was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Who was your last pick? Well, no, 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 because that's a name. Who was your second to last pick? I have no clue. Actually, wait. I wanted to... F- <laughs> almost knocked my computer <laughs> off the table here. It's been a long night. Um, my second to last pick, I took a backup quarterback with my second to second to last pick. Okay, that'd be third to last pick. <laughs> Unless we're going the day after tomorrow <laughs> is today. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Then after that, I said, I want something. Should I look it up? Is it that important? You want a little sizzle. I know who you... Oh, we're talking the the pick after the final last pick. (laughs) (laughs) My last pick was Rashard Higgins. Right. Hollywood. I did that. Shout out CSU Rams, right? Go for Collins. I care about winning more than I care about uh, trolling. So you're saying they do occasionally produce some talent. You've got Rashard Higgins. You've got Shaq Barrett. The guy down in Dallas. There's a guy in Dallas, huh? Receiver. Oh, Michael Gallup. Oh, Preston Williams. Preston Williams. Receiver you. And Foom McGraw. Is that his name? Fum McGraw? No way. I thought you were making a play on Fumagalli and that country singer. You don't even know your own squad. My own squad. I think it's Fum McGraw. I think the last time my squad. Fum McGraw. F- 
Thumb. That reminds me of Thumb, which makes me think of Drew Locke. That's what and, I was saying. And now I get sad. Thumb. 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 Am I, tra- am I supposed to be... Is this supposed to click something? No. Okay. I'm just messing up his name on purpose. <laughs> What's his first name? I don't know. Oh, you don't know. But I've seen it spelled out. I don't know what's going on. You don't, because you don't even know your own squad. <laughs> One DU, week away. DU doesn't have a football team. Last time they produced an NFL talent was 1943. Do you? Yeah. Who was it? Oh, that was, I, that was a guess. I don't know. Zach Stevens. <laughs> Anyways, the, the, the fantasy draft was the hardest thing I've done in my life. I don't like any of my players except for Christian McCaffrey and uh, Kyler Murray. Oh, and he wasn't your second-round pick. Kyler Murray got in, like, the sixth. I'm not surprised you got Kyler. I had to. I, I realized I, there's no way I can win this league unless all the players that I like pan out. So I got Kyler. I got Andy Isabella. Oh, you're Mr. Rook. Dude, the amount of rookies I have on this team is, is going to be the death of me. Going to be the death of you. That doesn't sound very good. I have no confidence. I expect to get last place in the league. Can I read you my team? Make you a little jealous? Can we talk about how many teams are in your league? Twelve. Okay. I mean, that, that's, that's normal. Standard. It's not like there's like two or okay, one. S- standard league. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, Antonio Brown. Stop right there. All f- five? Did you name four or five players? I think six or seven. Five players. <laughs> you named five players? I like all of them. Well, let me continue. None of them were available by the time I made my <laughs> second pick, except for the two quarterbacks. Jarvis Landry, Emmanuel Sanders, George Kittle. I'll stop there. Oh, I remembered I have one other uh, player that I like on my team. I got the Broncos defense. Ooh, that's a good one. Best defense in the NFL. That's about the only thing I missed out on in my fantasy draft. I thought they were going to go earlier, and then I was like, wait, no one's taking a defense yet? Oh, okay, I'll take the Broncos. Wow. And for those of you that were in. And by the way, that was the first defense off the board. I took the Broncos. Impressive. I like, I like your style. They were the 10th ranked on NFL.com. I like your style. I like your moves. It, any reference to that? You I pick like up the, the reference? No, not. Oh, my God. Zach is dancing. We have There's one more another person, person in the room, and you're a lucky lady. He's, He's a vet over there. I like the way you. I like we start? the way. I like the way. Na, na. <laughs> <laughs> we did just get a head turn from our man over okay. there, but <laughs> so to the game. Shout out to Ryan Clayman. Yes, huge <laughs> shout out. Before we get to the game, huge shout out to Ryan Clayman. The man. I'm not. I don't. I feel uncomfortable disclosing the number. The man gave us a large sum of money to spend on drinks at this here event. He allowed us to feel the way we do. He allowed Zach to just dance the way that he did. <laughs> Zach, before we started this podcast, I, uh, I had a full beer. You were very there, nice. There was an empty cup. I poured half of my beer into Zach's cup. And, and we cheers, and he said, bottoms up, and then he just chugged the whole thing. Had to have a good pod. I'm sipping on mine. <laughs> <laughs> we had a shot of tequila before we hopped on here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is the pod you guys have been waiting for. Yep. Are you happy that we've been talking for 
15 minutes and 24 seconds and haven't yet mentioned anything about the Broncos. Are you not entertained? <laughs> do you get the reference? I do, yeah. That's from uh, uh, Game of Thrones. No. I'm just kidding. It's from Gladiator, yeah, right? Boom, boom. Bingo. Seinfeld? Friends. No. Hard Knocks. Probably not. Uh, Parks and Recreation. Definitely not. Definitely okay. not. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, big shout out to Ryan Clayman. Shout out to everyone who came out here tonight. Yep. And now we must talk about the Broncos. And uh, <laughs> one more shout out, if we didn't make it very clear, to Nacho Burrito Food Brad. To Food Brad for putting on everything, dealing with your dysfunctional <laughs> trash. Yes. Yes, it was dysfunctional. Some, some things went wrong. Clearly it worked out for me, though, so shout out to Burrito Brad for helping me. All right. It all worked out for you. For the Broncos, there was one main thing that happened tonight, Zach, that matters. And it was Jake Butt. And I almost was ready to just retire. I was ready to send Jake Butt to Andrew Luckland. (laughs) I was just retire mid-game. That's what I was going to say. Because... After one play, Zach, Jake Butt limped off the field. Like, he comes out, he plays a play, and he limps off the field. And I I swear to God, I was like, in my head, I was just like, dude, just retire. But. 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 Booty talk. (laughs) Booty call. (laughs) He got his number called once again, and he came back out on the field and made a couple plays. Like, in my head. He had like 17 catches for 148 yards. <laughs> and went, Kevin Hogan said he had seven <laughs> catches for 148 yards. And I went back to look at the numbers, and it turns out he has two catches for 17 yards. But he looked smooth. He looked usable. He looked athletic. He looked, for a second, like the guy the Broncos might have thought they had. Exactly. And, Ryan, did he look like the guy who had the hope of a 1,000-yard receiving tight end? To be honest, no, he didn't. But did he look like a guy that should make this roster on the 53? Yes, he did. And, Ryan, he did do what you said. He did retire at halftime because Vic Fangio said, you look good enough, we're sitting you. Take those pads off, rest that knee, you're done at halftime. And that's the best thing Vic Fangio could have said to any player this game or in Thursday's game that's coming up, once a coach tells you, take off your pads, you're done, you're good. So Jake Butt, a huge first half, even though it was just two catches for 17 yards. Kevin Hogan said he had two huge catches. Well, they both came on first down. Neither of them, or yeah, neither of them went for a first down. But that's how Kevin Hogan viewed him, and that's how Vic Fangio viewed him as well. So it, that, that's, that's powerful. And, and you look around. Who's he competing with, Ryan? He, is he competing with Jeff Hireman? George Orwell. <laughs> author of the book 1984. Charles Olson. Charles Olson, who's a mix <laughs> of Charles Johnson, former CU receiver, and, and former CU quarterback. Two different Charles Johnsons. And, wow. um, and probably And former. Greg Olson. Oh. Is he playing? A famous tight end. Is he playing still? I think he retired. I think he did. Is he too. on Monday Night Football? If you just are a tight end <laughs> and you retire, I feel like you get on Monday Night Football. Is he back on Carolina after doing Monday Night Football last year? Nope, that's Jason Witten. Oh. Who you drafted in your fantasy. <laughs> and then after you drafted him, I was like, wait, 
Have you heard one single <laughs> thing about him at all during the preseason? And I said no, and I'm happy about it. After he talked last You're year. You're smitten with Witten. Smitten with Witten. <laughs> Who'd he call it? Was it Roby last year? Yeah. Oh, Wasn't he it Roby? ripped Roby. <laughs> he called him out and said he wasn't trying. <laughs> that was legend, legendary ripping. And then Roby, well, it wasn't the same game, but Roby didn't show up the next day. Yep, and then Roby had a, uh, what our friends Zach and Stoke call a Roby day, <laughs> which <clears throat> I would maybe be calling in for a Roby day of myself tomorrow. Yes. But wait until you see the content. Mm. Wait until you see Are the content. Are you telling me you're doing this all for content? You're that type of guy? Each and every drink I've had tonight has been in the essence of content. You're too good. You're too, if we weren't sitting in a room with no one else in here, I'd order us another round. Someone was, uh, one of our, our listeners, one of the members of the family was talking to us tonight, and, and in the middle of them talking to me, I just started typing a tweet, because I saw something happen, and I was like, oh, I gotta make a tweet about this, and he was just like, wow, you literally always just think about tweets and content, <laughs> don't you? And I was like, yep. Yeah, that's how my brain works. So I got a, I got a question for you. A Have, question? A question. Have you seen the Hawaii head? This guy. God, this he is guy. ugly. What, what, what is on his... It's yes. like he has, he's wearing the turnover chain. Oh, but, but he can't that's get disrespectful. his turnover. That's a cultural thing. No way. Yeah. The chains? He's wearing like, um, like a, essentially like a lay. No, that is not a lay. I I promise you that is not a lay. <laughs> They'll probably cut to him again right here. Yeah, that is. No, 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 no. On the inside, that is a chain. No. No, that not is not the a- thing with the flower. The other thing. <laughs> he's wearing like four things. I don't know. He's like Lil Wayne out here. Oh, Two chains. It's a culture thing. I apologize. <clears throat> I don't know what he's doing, but all I know is that is not a good-looking man. He's got a lot going on. He's got a skunk beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and speaking of skunk beards. Wow, but it's got to <laughs> see what you can do with this one. I'm tossing it to you. <laughs> oh, and speaking of skunk beards... The you game can, tonight. You can get that skunky stuff from the Green Solution, which <laughs> this podcast is always presented by. <laughs> wow. I didn't think that could be saved. You did it. You did it. Oh, man. Shout out to Breckenridge Beers for having us feel in the way that we feel right now. Oof, what do we go with? The orange and blue? Nope. <laughs> What's it called, Zach? I'm going to let you try until you get it. The blue and orange. Nope. It, the orange ale. Close. Ooh, it's the orange <laughs> pale ale. Nope. Help. It's an airline. United in orange ale. There you go. I think it's pale ale, but pale close ale. enough. Okay. Good job. Good on you. Um, <laughs> I had one of those, a couple of the new seasonal yep. Oktoberfests. And when I say a couple, I mean more than that. Um, I had an Avalanche Amber Ale. The Breck Brews were flowing tonight up in this place. We had many. Everyone was cheersing them. It was awesome. So shout out to Breckenridge Brewery for producing simply. I don't know how else to state it. There's nothing else I can really other say than damn good beers. Damn good beers. And we'll be back to finish this damn good podcast on the other side of this break. 
When looking for a new home, location is so important. And as sports fans, you obviously want to be close to your favorite sports teams. So if you're in the market of buying a new home, you gotta check out Aria Denver Homes. They are located just 10 minutes away from downtown, Coors Field, Pepsi Center, and Broncos Stadium at Mile High. So what makes Aria Denver unique is the home buying process is all about you. You know, we offer free home inspections. We make sure we're in a great location in Denver. Um, as well as we outreach into the community and have a lot of involvement with a lot of different businesses as well as you know parks and other areas in the location. Like Tyler mentioned, Aria Denver believes the home buying process is all about you. That's why they offer that free home inspection, customizable finishes, and brand new appliances. But that's not all. So we specifically have a greenhouse on campus at Aria. Um, that residents are able to sign up for a subscription service and have fresh veggies delivered to, to their door each week. And then we also have a great relationship with Regis University. So our partnership with Regis allows residents to have access to the fitness center and gym. Move today where everyone wants to live tomorrow. To learn more, go to www.aria.denverskylofts.com or call them today at 720-372-1022. Rolling along here on the BSN Broncos podcast presented by the Green Solution. And Zach, I can't believe we haven't talked about the immaculate quarterback play that took place in this game. Two different quarterbacks lit up the scoreboard and just lit our hearts on fire as they put on throw after throw and show after show and touchdown after touchdown. Yeah, for a 60.3 combined passer rating, they nearly had as many points. Well... Divided by 10. Six points. They each got three points, though, right? We got to start somewhere. Good for them. <laughs> Brandon McManus continues to be perfect on the preseason. I'll touch wood on that. Brett Rippon has – how many touchdowns do the Broncos have? One. Two? Oh, two. Juwan Winfrey One running touchdown. who didn't play. One running touchdown from Kevin Hogan. Yep. Oh, Drew Locke That's threw true. a touchdown That's to Devontae so Jackson. Three. And Brett Rippon week one. And Brett Rippon threw a touchdown to Dewan Winfrey. And none tonight. None tonight. Any of those touchdowns would have been more than tonight. And uh, Ryan, wasn't it both of the quarterbacks' first series? They go down and get a field goal? Yep. Joe Flacco's done that as well. In both of his first series. Why is that the Here's case? the thing. Is it Vance Joseph coming in and saying, we need a fast start? This is what they should do, Zach. Start Joe Flacco. Let him go down and get a field goal. Bring in Drew Locke. Let him go down and get a field goal. Bring in Kevin Hogan. Let him go down and get a field goal. And then bring in Rip, and they got a field goal. You got a 12, 12 points in your first four drives. And you say, Vic, hold him to 11. Absolutely. That's hold all him to we, 10. That's all we can get. Well, once, yeah, once they've all done their first drive, it's game over. So you have four quarterbacks on the roster to get 12 points. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much all we're getting at this point in the preseason. Hogan, man, I felt like I was watching paint dry, but hey, at the <laughs> end of it, 8 for 12 for what, 60 yards? 69 yards. Oh, I think I – yeah, yeah, 69 yards. Nice. 66.7 um, <laughs> completion percentage. It really was brutal watching him. But then you take a step back, and I hate saying this. I hate it. But you think – Joe Flacco, that's 
kind of what they want Joe Flacco to be. Obviously, more yards than 69 passing yards on 12 attempts. Uh, Zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. If you have more yards, I mean, an 82 passer rating. Ryan, if, if Joe Flacco is a little better than that, isn't that kind of what the Broncos want? Isn't that their winning formula? Maybe not a huge winning formula, but isn't that kind of the formula? that the Broncos have been begging for for years, and now especially with the defensive head coach? Uh, Kick field goals and then stop them? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The occasional touchdown to Cortland Sutton or Emmanuel Sanders if they break open deep, that's essentially the best they can do right now. Yeah. And so when I look at Kevin Hogan, I say, no, no. No, but then... And I said no, I said no, no. No, 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 no. I, I said no, no, no. You're, You're not, not the, the one, one for me. me. <laughs> M-Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this duet we got going on. <laughs> hey, we, I think we have a different career. One in each segment. We got to think about what our third segment is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty happy that you caught me my drift on that one because kt tunstall not everyone just has that ready no way i thought that was a little cat stevens or something no that's kt wow. tunstall i didn't know that i had that in my repertoire mm-hmm. oh i'm proud of you the people heard our singing oh god we've <laughs> summoned the fans um you guys just missed out on zach's yeah. zach and i singing we had a, a duet, duet. We, we had a duet uh, anyways, we might, we might have another one in the third segment. We should. Y- you never know when you're going to get weird singing from us. <laughs> anyways, you were saying about Kevin Hogan, something about no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I, because it would, I don't know why I said that, because it's actually yes, 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 yes. He looks like the backup. He is the backup. And that's how it's going to be unless something drastic happens in the fifth preseason game on Thursday, which... Vic Fangio did say after the game they're going to wait until then to make a decision. It should be illegal to say the sentence in the fifth preseason game. It should, especially when the starters play about a quarter and a half through all five of them. We got nothing from the preseason. What did we learn from the preseason? It's not over, but it might as well be. That's it. That was it. I just said it. I don't remember what you said. That, that's it. That's why. There's nothing. <laughs> yes, yeah, I didn't say anything. There's nothing. <laughs> There's nothing. We learned nothing not in the preseason. A, not a toast. We learned they need nothing that we didn't learn. What did we learn that we didn't learn in practice? We already knew that they needed Emmanuel Sanders. Yep. We already knew that Kevin. Uh, sorry, that Joe Flacco had a gun. We already knew that Drew Locke was the future. And how much of that that you just said did you learn tonight? Oh, Khalil Tate just threw an interception. Yeah, you are distraught. Um, how much did I learn tonight? How much of what you just said, those three very important points that I'm sure you remember, did you learn tonight? I learned... None, because none of them stepped on the field. I learned more in high school than I learned tonight, and I slept <laughs> through all of my classes in high school. Yeah, I remember your high school experience. I, I literally mastered the art of putting my head on a desk and falling asleep. You That's worked, the only thing I learned in high school. You worked smarter, not harder. Exactly. No, I just didn't work. You did? Okay, good, good. <laughs> work less. <laughs> not uh, at all. Not Philip Lindsay. Don't listen to Ryan's advice. 
Oh, right. Our, yeah. our one listener who's in high yep. school. I think we have a couple listeners in high school. Yeah. Don't be like me. It made my life uh. really hard. By the end of the semester, I was like begging teachers to not fail me. You don't want to do that. Begging? Where are you from? You from... M- I didn't say m- begging. Minnesota? No, you said begging. 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 Yeah, that's what I said. Begging. <laughs> How would you say that word? Begging. Just straight up begging. 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 <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Who won the stupid fantasy draft? Let's get to that after this uh, break. All right, fine. Let's <laughs> take a break. What's up, guys? Ryan Konigsberg here, and I got to tell you about the Blake Street Tavern. It's my favorite sports bar in town, as evidenced by the fact that we had our fantasy draft there. It's where I watched Super Bowl 48. It's where I watched CU win a Pac-12 basketball championship back in the day. Uh, it's the place to be for any sporting event. It's the biggest bar in town. I always joke you could land a 747 in there. It was named the National Sports Bar of the Year in 2017 by Nightclub and Bar Magazine. It wins Best Sports Bar in Denver seemingly every year from Westward and anyone else that's voting. It's the place to be. Uh, they've got great specials, and the food is out of this world. I recommend the nachos, the green chili fries. Uh, the buffalo chicken wrap, you name it, they've got it. And the location is perfect. Just two blocks north of Coors Field, and they have parking. So go check out the Blake Street Tavern. Final segment here on the BSN Broncos podcast before we Andrew Luckett for the night. And <laughs> Zach, I'm just going to let you have the floor. It was rough, Ryan. It was rough, and if I were you, I would... I had Andrew Luck and myself as well. <laughs> uh, I would. I mean, typically there's some zeros that go around in fantasy week by week. You had them all, my friend. You had all the zeros. No negatives, though, so that was a positive. You had a positive <laughs> five and a half points. That's total? For your team. Hell yeah. For your team. I thought it was going to be worse than that. You had 55 rushing slash receiving yards. You had... 50 that found, passing that yards good. combined. I mean, uh, all of that, that. That's what you had. It, it was rough. I had 18. 18. 18 points? We need Andre here to give us the famous line. Who did you just wave to? Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry if there was someone there I was waving to. It's over! It's over! Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad imitation of that. <laughs> Uh, but it is. I have. There's no way I can win. It would have been cool if I won this week because it would have made a winner-take-all fifth and final preseason game. So let's quickly go through these guys to draw some though? conversation. Should Brett we? Rippon, already talked about him. Devontae Booker. Wait, what did, what did he put up? 1.2 because he threw the pick. Yeah, rough. Devontae Booker, zero points. That's notable because he didn't play. And Ryan, I think we've been saying it. He's a lock, right? He's absolutely a lock now if he's getting the starter treatment. Yep. I mean, just with Royce and Phil. He's one of those guys. Um, Devontae Jackson had 1.4 points. I don't think he has a chance. We know the running back. He don't. Uh, Juwan Winfrey, 1.9 points. He was your highest leading scorer. Was that one catch for 19 yards? Yep. Trinity Benson had 10 yards. Wow, I didn't even see those. Yep, exactly. And then Orson Charles and Nick Williams rounded your team out with zero. Big O's. Uh, for my, Kevin Hogan actually had four points. That's Where why he's you your backup. Get all these points. That's what I want to know. Kalfani Muhammad, forty-five 
rushing yards. Oh. Actually, 30 rushing yards and 15 receiving yards. So he, he again came through. What did you just see? Khalil Tate just made a ridiculous throw. Watch this, act. Just watch this. Are you surprised? He drops back. drops back. He runs right. He runs. He sees this guy left, throws it all the way across his body, 60 yards down the field. Is that some Drew Locke stuff? I don't know if Drew Locke can make that play. Is that Patrick Mahomes stuff? Yes. Is Khalil Tate the Broncos' next quarterback? Uh, I doubt it because John Elway doesn't like quarterbacks like him. Yeah, that's very true. David Williams, 1.8 points. Any chance the accountant makes the team? No. No, yeah, definitely but not. But he did account for a few good <laughs> plays here tonight. Kelvin McKnight, 1.6 points. Any chance he makes the team? Kelvin, good night. <laughs> Your chances are slim. But actually, honestly, sure. I, if they keep six receivers, he's the guy. Fred Brown, 0.9 points. Okay. Troy Fumgali, 4.4. But he was Wait, playing. Wait, he should have had 5.5, I thought. Why? Didn't he have five catches for 55 yards? Uh, according to this, five catches for 44 yards, which would be the 4.4. Yeah. He, he was playing all game, though. Is that weird? That is weird. Are, are they trying to get him into game shape? Is Jake Butt have a better chance making the team than Troy Fumagalli? There's no way. So they both, they both have the same chance. Or if Troy yes. Fumagalli has a better chance. I would say Foom is a lock to make the team. With Jake being locks. That's four. Four? Yeah. Orson Charles thought mm. he might have a chance. No. No. Who else is there? Moral Stevens? Yep. Nope. Yeah, no. Is that it? Do we round out the room? Um, there's probably someone else. Who... Got to say there's someone else. And then River Craycraft, point nine points. Any chance he makes the team? Nope. He did lead the team in return yard, yardage tonight. Five? One punt return, five yards. Wow. Wow. So... There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We are the champions. I can't sing along <laughs> with that because I'm not a champion. I tried. I tried to make third segment beauty. I just, I, I, it wouldn't have been morally right. <laughs> so instead you let Stevens do it. You see what I did there? I did. <laughs> I caught that. That's good. That's a good job on you. I'm pretty tied into this field goal right here. Uh, field goal, 38-yard field goal by Arizona. This kicker is 6 for 11, and oh, flag. But Oh, you got uh, buckets. He nailed it, too, but flag. But flag that's, that's really Did maybe. Did they get a delay of game on a field goal? You know what that reminds me of, Brian. Reminds the me Broncos of the, special teams. Exactly, exactly. The only positive from the Broncos special teams is Brandon McManus. He has not missed this preseason. Zach, I will bet you a pizza right now that this guy misses this field goal. I'm not going to take it <laughs> after making the first one. You make the first one, your team got a delay of game on a field goal. Is that his fault? I don't know. I don't oh, care whose fault it is. Fourth and 17. But I guarantee you with 100% certainty that this guy will miss this field goal. Well, it's 43 yards Zach, now. he has no chance at making this. So you are buying a pizza if he does? No, you have to take the bet. I'm not taking the bet. All right, here comes the field goal. The snap is good. The hold is good. He, he made it. He made it. He made oh, it. Another flag. Another flag. Offsides on the defense. Decline it. False <laughs> start on the offense. How is this possible? How do you false start a field goal? How is this possible? Wait. 
Is Garrett Bowles there? I didn't see it. Did there you? was no flinch. <laughs> I didn't see it. So now my man has a 48-yard field goal. So I have a chance of taking this bet again? No, he's 100% missing this. Do you want it? <laughs> no. Do you want make? Uh, uh, no. Fourth and 22. Here they go. 48-yarder. Snap is good. Hold is Oh, another flag. That's and offside. It's that's got to be offside on the defense. It has to be. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever it's seen. It's like Madden where you run in front before they even snap it. This is great podcasting. False start on the <laughs> offense. Now they're out of range 100%. Just throw a Hail Mary. <laughs> if this were to happen to the Broncos, could you <laughs> imagine? Who's flinching? Oh, that – no, no, I no, no. I that was on the defense. Can you challenge that? <laughs> <laughs> Vic Fangio would be. He's gonna, is he going to leave him out there? Oh my, I think he just iced his kicker, too. He just called a timeout. Oh, this is, this is a disaster. <laughs> okay. While they're timeout here, I'm sorry that we have to talk about this. It's just it's fascinating. Broncos special teams. You've got <laughs> – it's kind of funny that right as we started to talk about them, this happened. You've got Brandon McManus. He is a pillar of strength. You've got Colby Wadman. He's a guy. You've got Casey Kreider. It's a perfect record. You've got a bad kickoff coverage unit in which you hope you never have to use. You've got a um, punt coverage has seemed to be okay so far. You have no returners to be found anywhere. anywhere at all nope so what's the deal here what what's going on i don't know are they going to be bad at special teams this year yes they're going for the 53 yard field goal out here <laughs> i will bet everything that this guy does not make this. and let me remind you arizona just iced their own kicker with the timeout the mortgage on the kick oh my god he made it he nailed it oh with like my 10 god yards to spare Yo, taken the bet. do you understand the conus, the cones <laughs> it takes to make that? He that made is it insane. From, this man made it from 38. He made it from 43. He made it from 48, and he made it from 53. Laces were out. That was, that was beautiful. He just made four field goals in a row. For only three points. That's a bad return on your investment. Four field goals in a row. That's like what would happen if the Broncos switched their quarterback <laughs> each and every drive. That's what the Broncos do all game, and this guy just did it in three seconds. I'm blown away. Give that man the – the uh, what's the – it's not the Ray Guy Award. That's for the punters. The Lou something award. Lou we, Groza award. There we go. The Lou reward. The Lou Groza award for best kicker in the country. You give that to Kobe so, Let me just ask you this. Uh, Will will special teams cost the game? Cost the Broncos a game this season? One game, like one play that everyone points to. It's just like they lose by seven. They gave up a kick return touchdown. How can I say no? How? I don't. Know. I mean, it's Vic Fangio that comes out last week and says it's a big time concern. Does Tom McMahon keep his job throughout the entire season? How can he at this point? What's good about special teams? I don't know. Is Vic Fangio mad that 
someone recommended him that the team already had a good special teams coach. Yes. He's got to be, right? How much did Vic – did Vic have a say? Ah. Uh, mm, there we go. Going down this road, huh? Did Vic have a say in his offensive coordinator? This year? This year. Yes. I don't think so. Really? Okay. I think John – I think Rich Gangarello was John's guy. He wanted someone from that tree, and he was going to get it no matter the depths he had to climb. I think it was a suggestion by John. He said, hey, do you know Rich Gangarello? Vic said, hey, yeah, actually, I did. I played golf with him. He was a go-getter. I actually – I was impressed by him. Let's bring him in. Okay. Who led, who, who led that? John? It was John's okay. idea. Okay. Yeah, I'm not necessarily saying it was forced down his throat, but it was John's idea. Who had the decision in the defensive coordinator? Who had the decision on the defensive coordinator? Vic. Yeah, I agree. Who had the decision on the special teams coach? You can't say it was Vic. The guy was already here. I just think it was like John said, hey, we already have a good special teams coach, so let's hold on to him. Yeah, I agree. So you didn't really have a choice. Maybe you had a choice, but he was already here. This wasn't Vic's guy, per se, right? It, no, it couldn't have been. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All that for that, huh? Um, he, I think Vic is, is probably... I wonder if he had a guy in mind and is just wishing that he was here. And this is not a knock on Tom McMahon. Personally, I think it's a talent problem. Like, returners have to be found. They don't just happen. Look at maybe the two biggest problems on this team right now. One is special teams in general. The other is depth everywhere. That's – is that on Vic Fangio? Is that on Tom McMahon? Hell I no. I mean, that, that, that's, that's a talent issue. And there's a big talent issue on this team. The first, team, the first unit of this team is actually pretty darn talented, I think in a lot of areas everything behind that is very questionable yeah i agree i i completely agree and that's showing up i mean look you don't play your starters tonight you don't play really was there any starter that played outside of special teams will parks could be a starter in some situations yeah, yeah you but could you could come as starter sometimes but it wasn't even like garrett bulls played it wasn't like Connor mcgovern played like I believed. I thought those guys were going they to play. Jake Rogers out there. Yeah. The they, first time his name has been brought up on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And Jake Brendel, that, Austin Schlotman. That was way your, too many Jakes on the field. A <laughs> lot of Jake Jakes from out State there. State Farm was, he out, was there. out there. <laughs> and you know what it resulted in, Ryan? It resulted in six points for the whole game. How did we make it through? <laughs> Other than Breckenridge Bruce. Should I tell you the bad news? There's another game. Should I tell you the worst news on top of that? What? You probably won't be accompanied by Breck Bruce. The last game? Yeah. I'm going to have to get a flask in there. Because <laughs> tonight, actually, I had fun. I somehow had fun during a 10-6 to 6 preseason game. F is for friends that do stuff together. U, U is, is for you and me. And is, is for anywhere, anytime at all, down here in the deep blue sea. <laughs> We did it. That was good. That was fun. <laughs> you picked up on it. And, of course, that was SpongeBob. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> that was, that was good. something else. <laughs> <laughs> we, did, 
That was not planned. I mean, just imagine <laughs> seeing that Zach and Ryan did a SpongeBob duet in the third segment. You, it's once in a lifetime type <laughs> stuff. Are we done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what we're we calling? go out on top. We're calling it on that. Is that on top? I don't think it gets any better. <laughs> I don't think it gets any better than that. So with that, we're done. Goodbye. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Hope you enjoyed it. Good Thanks night. to everyone who made tonight awesome. Yes. Thanks to uh, Ryan Clayman especially. Yes, RC the man. And thanks to everyone who came out to the BSN Open. And when I mean everyone, I mean both of you <laughs> and, and Henry. And Nacho Burrito Food Brad, shout out to you for putting this 80-person fantasy league together. Unreal. And shout out to the BSN community. And if there's anything we didn't cover, I'm sure you guys will post it in the comment section and we'll talk about it at the next time we touch base with you. But for now, we thank you and have a great night. It's South Metro area and have been looking for top-notch customer service, extensive beer, wine, and spirit selections, and unbeatable prices, look no further than Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. You won't find a more varied inventory anywhere else. Don't just take it from me, guys. This is Michael, and he's been shopping at Davidson's since they opened. The thing I like about Davidson's versus the competitors, it has a larger selection. And if I am going to buy spirit, then Davidson's is usually my first choice as well because just of the size of the selection. I also like the extensive selection of some hard-to-find items. But that's not all. Every department is staffed with highly trained specialists who can help you find exactly what you're looking for. But I've always found the folks that you chat with to be knowledgeable. I've chatted with the spirit staff about different bourbons and different vodkas, and I am always chatting with the wine staff about different things and saying, I like this, what else do you have that's similar? Particularly when I go to non-U.S. wines, I find them extremely helpful in helping me find something I'm looking for. What are you waiting for? Head to either of their locations in Centennial or Highlands Ranch and follow them on Facebook to stay up to date on their latest specials.